Hello everyone and welcome to Second Impressions, the show where we'll try anything twice. My name's Danica. And my name's Emma. We're gonna get real Canadian up on this podcast. Old Canada, yeah. Yeah, happy Canada Day, you fools. Yep. (laughs) I don't know. Happy Canada Day. Oh man, do you know a weird thing that... Weird or cool, depending on your opinion. Um, Thing that's happening in BC right now. Have you heard about this, Emma? There's a survey for British Columbians to fill out uh, for our opinion on daylight savings time and whether or not that's a thing we should keep. I literally just saw that, like, just before we hopped on to record. Yeah? And, yeah, I think it's stupid. I think daylight savings is stupid. There is somebody on the East Coast, somebody on the East Coast, one of the provinces, they've already gotten rid of it. Who is it? One of them. PEI? Is it PEI? I don't know. Parts of Saskatchewan don't do it. Just parts? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Um, well, because I don't think they're all like in the same time zone or something. That's buck wild. I don't know. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Well, and then- cool. <laughs> Hold on. I want to like figure this out. But I don't think I'm going to have the proper resources here. Because all I did was Google Daylight Savings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you need to narrow your search a little bit. here. By country. Yeah. Hold on. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't have any particularly strong feelings towards uh, Daylight Savings. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Some regions of Quebec... Uh, and most of Saskatchewan, and uh, apparently some areas in BC and Nunavut already don't observe daylight savings. Cool. Uh, yeah. Well, all so right. There you have well, it. Well, if some parts of BC are already not doing it, maybe we should just all not do it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what do we have to gain from daylight savings? It is a erroneous to think that it's for farmers or whatever, because it was literally. <laughs> created by battery companies or light bulb companies or somebody that's going to profit off of it. Is that true? Yeah. Cool. Conspiracy. I know. I like read the history of it like last year or a couple of years ago because I was always like, oh, it's for farming. Purposes. That's what we were always told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparently that's just not a, not a thing. So. Wow. Wow. We've been lied to this whole time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'd be fine if it went away. I don't need yeah. to, like, lose an hour of sleep only just to gain it back six months later. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's, like, it's always fun, like, in the fall because you're, like, woohoo, because normally it falls on, in, like, yeah. Halloween weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, but in the springtime, it just sucks. Wait, fall back. Fall yeah, back, so you, you gain, gain an, an hour. hour. Right, yeah, you get to sleep in, yeah. yeah. Spring forward, fall back. yeah. I don't know, man. It doesn't matter. I and honestly, not, I already get fucked up enough, like, with the rising and setting of the sun in the wintertime. Like, mm-hmm. that messes with me enough. I don't think an hour difference is going to change that. No. No. And honestly, I'm sick of changing all my clocks, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of it. Are you going to sign the petition? Uh, yeah. Well, it's a survey. It's not a petition. Oh. Are you going to do the survey? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. 
Just be like, it's not it's not serving us any real purpose anymore, so who cares? Yeah. And if it was like actually a conspiracy this whole time, then I definitely want to get rid of it. <laughs> Can't believe I've been lied to my whole life. Dun, dun, dun. Awful. Hey, Emma. Hey, Danica. What you drinking? Water. Woo! It's so hot in my house. I'm dying. I know. I closed the window to record and I have regrets. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But my neighbor is mowing his lawn for like the 10th time today. So he can't be a part of our podcast. No. I really wish I knew what he was doing out there. Because like, how big is your yard, man? I I don't even know. And, you know, it doesn't sound like he's just doing like a weed whacker thing or whatever. Like, it sounds like a full on lawnmower. That's wild. It really is. Well, I hope he's having a great time. Maybe this is his form of exercise. Sure. You do you, man. Or maybe he's just trying to damage his hearing. I don't know. <laughs> How would you want that? I don't know. Fine. Do we have any lawnmower enthusiasts listening? <laughs> Let us know what your thoughts about obsessively mowing your lawn is. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe it's just obsessive. Maybe. Will s- tell me what he's doing like in the winter, and then we'll know. Well, I guess I'll like keep an ear out for like next Tuesday and see if he does it again. <laughs> ah, a Tuesday thing. Yeah, maybe it's just his Tuesday thing. Hmm. It's Tuesday when we're recording this. <laughs> if you hey, can figure that out. Hey, Emma. What's she drinking? I'm drinking ginger tea. Oh, yum. I haven't been feeling great like the last couple days. Like actual ginger tea? Not your or- like weird ginger concoction. <laughs> no, I'm drinking the David's ginger tea. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have said it with that much stank. Like, I don't think that that's a stupid thing to Not do. Not my weird witchy brew. <laughs> Yeah, your weird pagan ginger drink. (laughs) It's cool. It is cool. I think it's a cool thing to do. I just already have ginger tea in like little baggies. Yeah, inferior ginger tea. Oh, God, we're not going to do this again. (laughs) I like it. I know, and that's okay. It makes me feel good in my head and my heart and my tummy, so... Good. Good. Um, congratulations. Thank you. You're on maternity leave. I am. Yay. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah, I decided to just take it early, th- three weeks early or something like that. Yeah, that's you know? not that much earlier. Yeah. Pregnancy is hard, guys. It's hard on your body. It's hard on your habits. Mm-hmm. And it's... You know what? Living your life can just honestly be so exhausting. Dude, I'm not even pregnant and I feel that way most of the yeah. time. <laughs> I can't imagine doing all that and then growing a kid that's like messing with me from yeah. the inside out. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot to just deal with on a daily basis and I'm just glad that I, now I have one less thing to deal with. <laughs> well, you're in the home stretch and then yes. you get a whole new set of problems. I know. Like, don't even. <laughs> don't even, man. Have you been doing your reading? Because you hear a lot of those stories about, like, the people that read all the books, like, about the pregnancy and about childbirth. And then they get to, like, having the baby. And they're like, 
what do I do now? (laughs) I have one book that I've been reading um, pretty studiously throughout the whole pregnancy, and it's just like the Mayo Guide to pregnancy or something like that cool and it's just very comprehensive like it covers everything including like getting pregnant and then being pregnant and then post-pregnancy oh nice yeah so that's been a really and it's all like very um uh what's the word non it's objective like it doesn't favor you know like hospital births over home births or blah, 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 blah. Mm, It's just like all the facts. Yeah. It's like, here's all the ways that you can do this. And it's been pretty cool. I've, I've liked it a lot. So that's the one book I've been reading. And then, um, you know, Google has been a good friend. One of my my friends just had a baby like three days ago. So holy shit. Congratulations. Yeah. uh, Her baby came out with a full head of hair. I'm talking like toupee level. Whoa. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Get that baby in some shampoo commercials. (laughs) Definitely. And the nurse said that there is, like, no correlation between having, like, crazy heartburn or indigestion and your baby having a lot of hair. But if mine comes out bald, then we're going to know it's a thing (laughs) because I've had, like, none of that. So. Is that a thing? That's It's like a rumor, an old wives' tale. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought you were having heartburn. Like, I had it for three weeks, but this was, like, months ago. And I haven't had it since. Oh, cool. Yeah. Not to, like, the extent that she had it for sure. Like, because there are certain foods. Like, did you know chocolate triggers heartburn? Yes. I didn't know that. Oh. (laughs) And, um, you know, like, I've been having to cut down on, like, my acids and stuff. But that kind of gives everybody heartburn. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure my baby's just going to be bald. Cool. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Money's on bald. (laughs) Yeah. We're taking bets. Baby pool. (laughs) Yeah. When we do the baby pool and we're like guessing like how close to your due date and like. Yeah. All that, all that nonsense. We can add a column for, uh. Hair. Hair or bald. (laughs) Excellent. Do you think hair? Check yes or no. <laughs> hey, Emma. Hey, Danica. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Today, we're diving into some serious Canadian culture. Mm-hmm. And that is curling. But not the sport specifically. We're talking about a movie because we're lazy. So we watched Men with Brooms. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about going actually curling. Uh, well, like, it's not curling season right now. So we'd have It's a always really curling time. season. You do it indoors. What? I said it's always curling season. You do it indoors. They don't have any ice on the sheets right now. Oh. Don't they? They, they like, close for the summertime. Oh. What do they do with all that space? Um, They'll, like, rent out the hall for weddings or, I don't know, other things. That like, makes sense. Yeah. But maybe it'd be nice because it's like, oh, it's summertime. It's so hot out. Let's go into like a nice cold place and curl. Yeah, that could be nice. But I think it would also be like really expensive to keep the temperature like at that nice cool level. You, you and need your, for your good logic. Ice. 
All right, you've talked me out of it. Fine, I understand. So we didn't do actual curling. We just watched a movie about curling. We can do actual curling later. I think that would be good because I have actually curled once. I have actually curled more than once. (laughs) But it's been a while. Cool. That sounds fine. Cool. Uh, Men with Brooms. So we watched it. Men with Brooms. It is a very Canadian movie (laughs) from the year 2002. Uh, It was directed and written and starring this guy named Paul Gross, which is not the best name. No. But (laughs) he's a Canadian dude who was on, oh, what was that show called? What was he on? I don't know. Uh, It's got the word north in it. What's that? What's that fool? What's that fool in? No, it's it's got the word south in it. He's from Due South, which was oh. like another like Canadian series um, for a while. And uh, yeah, this is like a thing that he did. It's his baby. Yeah, pretty much. Because I didn't really realize this at the time, but yeah, he uh, was a writer. And he's an actor in it, and he directed it, and he also did some of the music for it. Really? Yeah, he did some of the original music for it. Oh my god! I know it's really weird. Um, it's just got he's got his fingers in all of the broom pies. pies. <laughs> so what is this movie? It's a movie about curling. It's uh, billed as a romantic comedy, which like I guess it is, but you know, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, it is the story of an old curling team who split up 10 years prior when their skip, played by Paul Gross, uh, cheated, basically, and then also left his bride at the altar and skipped town, more or less. And the movie opens with their old coach dying. And the team all comes together, and their coach's part of his, like, last will and testament is he wants to get the gang back together, to win the golden broom yeah curling bond spiel yeah and they're all like no we don't want to do it and then they're like yeah okay we'll do it and then also <laughs> the coaches like ashes are put inside of a curling rock and they want <laughs> he wants them to like curl him like onto the button anyway um you don't have to know anything about curling <laughs> to watch this movie but it helps and what else? There's four guys in the team, and they're all going through a bunch of issues. Yeah. And the main guy also is estranged from his dad, and that's Played a relationship by that they have to... Played by Leslie Nielsen. And that's a relationship that gets patched up. And then the, the girl that he left at the altar, that's his old coach's daughter, so that's a whole thing that they need to get resolved. And then he also kind of has a thing for her sister so that's a weird thing and well, like her sister has a thing for him yeah it is which mostly then that. he comes to realize right yeah right apparently Anyways. they were like old friends they were like really good friends and then she's like oh no i caught feelings and then by the end of it he's like yes i also have feelings <laughs> but first it's let contagious me <laughs> it is contagious you know it happens we've been watching the bachelorette Feelings are contagious. Um, (laughs) And what is this? It's like, it's a comedy and it's a success story. They come together. 
it's like, oh, no, they're not going to win. And then they win and everybody's happy. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminded me, I guess, when I was watching it of like a less satirical dodgeball. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That is like very Canadian dodgeball. Yeah. I didn't even think of that, but that's a pretty good comparison. I haven't watched dodgeball for a while, though. But yeah, yeah kind mean, of similar, like, um, it's still, like, kind of raunchy and kind of weird, like, slapstick humor sometimes, and, mm-hmm. yeah. Kind of a coming-of-age story, but kind of, in the yeah, case like of the Men with Brooms, story. it's like, yeah, it's more of an underdog story. Major underdog story. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. And it's about curling <laughs> at the same time. And it's and it's just real Canadian. There's a lot of tragically hip songs that play. There's a tragically lot of Canadian hip. band songs that play. True. Tragically hip actually makes a cameo in the movie. I know. I I lolled at that real yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. And it's a good time. I think we should get into our first impressions. Yeah. Um. I think. I've seen this movie once before. Me too. And it was on TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do remember when it came out, because um, there was like a lot of hype about it. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing about it because um, my parents were really big curlers. Yeah. And um, like my mom curled for like 45 years. Yeah. Does she still curl? No. She oh. gave it up a few years ago. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know, like sports, politics, and all that stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Was there drama in, like, the curling league? There's, like, always some sort of drama, it seems. But That's amazing. Yeah, and she and she was super active in the curling club. Like, she was the first female president of the Nanaimo Curling Club in the wow. 90s. Wow. Yeah, and, um, and I was just a baby, and she'd always, like, bring me around the rink. And um, so, like, all of her curler friends and the staff there, like, knew me growing up because I spent a lot of time there. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, I definitely remember that being, like, one of your mom's things. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I met her. Yeah, she would do, I think, at, like, the peak of her curling um, time. She was curling, like, three nights a week in three different leagues. And then she would do all the bond spiels. And I remember she went to, like, provincials one cool. time. Which is, like, where you go when you're going to compete to represent your province in – Either like the Briar, if you're a man team, or the a man team, <laughs> a men's team. Yeah, I was just gonna say a man, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to be on a team. You can't yeah as a solo. Or the Tournament of Hearts, if you're a women's team. That's a really stupid name for it. I know, <laughs> and it's actually called like the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts because it's um uh, sponsored by Scotty yeah. Dogs. No, by Scotty's the tissues. Tissues. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And actually, um, there was a Briar three time champion in this movie, Jeff Stoughton. He's the one that did that sick, like He does the trick spinning shot. move. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was awesome. What a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely didn't like recognize him. 
<laughs> I can't say that I'm like deep enough into the curling game that yeah. I can like I can like recognize all the stars, but I did think that that was a really cool shot. It was a cool shot. Yeah. Curling's like one of those things where like I know a lot about it, but like not willingly, you know? Mm. Like I curled when I was younger and I hated it. And then my mom would always like watch the Bond Spiels and stuff. So I was like, if I wanted to watch TV, I'd have to watch that. And so I know a lot about the different like Canadian curling superstars and all cool. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you just like absorb the knowledge. Yeah, yeah. It's like what you do. It's like some people come from like a football family or baseball family and I have a curling family. I think that's neat. I yeah. like curling. Because I only did it once in university, and I thought oh, yeah. that it was really fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd like to try it now as an adult, see what I like about it. But I just, you know, when I got into it, I was like seven or eight, and I just like did not enjoy it. No, I don't think it's fun if you're a kid. No, like I didn't have good balance, so I couldn't like slide out of the hack very well. And then the stones or the rocks are like 40 pounds. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I weighed 41 pounds. Yeah. It's uh not great. Yeah. So that's fine, though. It's I, a grown-up I, game. It's a sophisticated game. It is. It is. There's lots of strategy involved. Yeah. It's like shuffleboard, but not for old people. <laughs> Although a lot of old people do still play it. Yes. It's like agile shuffleboard. Yeah. Well, that's how they describe it in the movie. What? Yeah. Kind of, they say, sh- well, actually, no. They say it's like shuffleboard, but no. Uh, and then I don't remember how he describes it. He says it's like, I don't know, part euchre? I don't think that's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't remember how they said it. Anyways. <laughs> um. So when this movie first came out, um, I remember like my parents being excited to watch it. Um, but I was not allowed to watch it, and after I saw it, like, a few years later when I was older, I understood why, because yeah. there's a lot of sexual references in this movie that yep. my little 11 or 12-year-old brain just, like, wouldn't have been ready for. So, nope. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like, I don't know. I watched the movie on TV. I, it was probably on, like, I don't know. CBC or something like that and um I remember it being like all right it was like kind of funny but wasn't really a movie that I wanted to watch again and I definitely haven't seen it again since that time (laughs) and uh other than like the bond spiel that they play in I really didn't remember anything about the movie Okay, like, literally exactly the same on my end. I Like, I know that I've watched it once when I was a teenager. I don't remember exactly how old I was. Um, I I remember, I think, my mom saying that it was, like, a funny movie. Because um, I think that she's, like, gone curling a few times. <laughs> I don't think that she was, like, an avid curler, but I think it's something that, like, she did for fun. I'm, I think both my parents did. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah like i had heard good things about the movie but that was kind of it and nothing nothing has really stuck except for i remembered the part 
where they come out and they've got their silly brooms. They're like old-fashioned brooms. Mm-hmm. And I remembered the, like, throwing the rock so hard that it explodes the other rock. Mm. And that was it. That was all I remembered. <laughs> I even forgot that Leslie Nielsen was in the movie. I know. Me too. I was like, <laughs> What? But I I think part of it might have been, like, when I first watched it, I wasn't really, like, familiar with him. Yeah, that's, I think that's what it was, too, because I think it was afterwards, like, yeah, I definitely was older when I saw, like, Airplane for the first time. I've still only ever seen, like, one half of one of the Naked Gun movies. Oh, yeah. I should probably get around to watching those one day, but, yeah, I don't know, he he didn't stick out as like being an important person in my mind the first time that I saw it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I also think that maybe I just probably didn't get some of the humor when I was yeah. that young. Yeah. It's a lot of it's it's an adult movie. It's not for children. <laughs> it's an adult movie and it also has just a different sort of cadence to the jokes. Yes. That I think is kind of stereotypically Canadian. Yeah. So if you, I don't know, let's say you've, I guess I can liken it to British type of humor. Kind of dry. Really dry. Really just like if you're not paying attention to what's being said, the joke will just go right over your head because they're not like explicitly jokes. Yeah. You know? You don't yeah. change you don't change the tone of your voice and there's no like pause for laughter. It's not that kind of thing. It's not like the setup and delivery. It's just kind of like funny. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I don't Sneaks know enough about comedy yeah. to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> just really dry. You just say things, and then sometimes it takes you a minute or two, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yes. I get it. It's yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I totally understood that when I was a little bit younger. Yeah, of um, course. But that's definitely my type of humor now. Mm-hmm. Well, should we take a little break? I think it is time for a break. Time for a bachelorette break. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> what do we even start with? Um, I'm just going to start with the fact that, so I watch The Bachelorette on Tuesdays because I don't have cable, so I, like, yeah. I am using the City TV app. Me too, baby. somebody else's login information. Oh, wow. And um, so I watch it on Tuesdays when it comes up there. Because I wasn't sure if I needed to, like, log in or if I could just watch it. But um, You can, but you only have access to the episodes for, like, a week. Right. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so last night I was out at our friend Dave's uh, metal show. Dave from Sasquatch Ate My Baby. What up, Dave? And at the Canby bar during Metal Monday, what else would they show on the TV except The Bachelorette? Yes. Yes. That's so good. And I, um, it was like muted, of course, and there was no subtitles, so you couldn't even <coughs> see what was going on. But 
it's I just on. The, yeah, I looked at the show and then I made sure to like sit so I wasn't facing the TV. So I like wouldn't be tempted to look. <laughs> and then at one point I turned around and what did I fucking see? But Luke P with a goddamn rose on his blazer. <laughs> God, and I was that like, was, that must have been like the very end of the episode. Yeah. I was like, I'm so sorry. I kind of knew that he would end up with Rose because if you've seen the clips, like you can deduce that information. But sure. after the way he behaved in this episode, I was just so sad the entire time I was watching it because I knew that he was going to end up with one. There have been so many Luke straws that have broken my camel's back (laughs) that at this point it's just a pile of camel mush (laughs) because shit just keeps happening. I'm getting like sick of it, honestly. Yeah. Like half the time I'm like so enraged that I'm like, why am I even watching this? And then the other half of the time, like, and this is when he's on screen. The other half of the time I'm like, this is boring. Like we've already done this. Yeah. And 90% of the episodes now are just focused around Luke P and I don't care. Yeah. I want to look at all these other dudes. Yeah. Like Dustin and Dylan got eliminated this week. And Which I totally saw coming because it's the only thing that made sense. Yeah. They've gotten like next to no screen time. Yeah. They've gotten like no one-on-one dates. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. gone. They're Bye. Bye. <laughs> like I can kind of like figure out who's going to get eliminated now. Yeah. <sighs> but not Luke just, P apparently. It's just kind of sad because I feel like it's turned into like the Luke P show and not the, the Bachelorette P show. Yeah. Yeah. This needs to be about Hannah B, and it's not. Yeah. But I have to say, like, at the same time, like, I hate all the Luke P drama, but at the same time, there is nothing that brings me more joy than watching him and Garrett interact on screen. Okay. I am 100% on Team Garrett now. Yes. I've been converted. Garrett's great. And I think one of the reasons why I love him so much is because you can see that every time Luke is exploding, Garrett's trying not to laugh. Yes. Which I think is the perfect response. It is so funny. And all of his like ridiculous like lies and manipulation and shit. Yeah. Because what else can you do? Everything that comes out of that dude's mouth is is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's ridiculous so you just gotta laugh and fuck yeah i like garrett (laughs) i just like him he's great yeah he got some good screen time in this episode got a one-on-one date with hannah a very racy one-on-one date yeah naked bungee jumping except that they weren't naked they just made it look like they were naked yeah of course yeah well she did take her brassiere off yes they were topless but they were wearing underwear. They just also put black bars over top just to be like, ooh, scandalous. We yeah. went naked bungee jumping. Yeah. But no, they weren't. Um, but that was a good date. And then Peter also got a one-on-one. Yeah. And they did like a, 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 a Latvian. It was like a spiritual spa. And they did all of these like rituals to 
open them up to love and bring them closer together. And then they just made out in the sauna. <laughs> yeah, like hardcore. Uh, I had to look away. <laughs> yeah, I was laughing because it was like, <laughs> oh boy, are you sure you want the cameras around for this? Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. Um, I think that maybe if, if Mike isn't the next Bachelor, mm-hmm. I think that Peter could be. I think Peter has a really good shot at it. Yeah, for sure. He's interesting enough. Mm-hmm. But I also think that he has a really good shot with Hannah. Yeah, I do too. And But I think, I don't know, I think Mike would be more, um... Fun? Yeah. He's just yeah, like, I think he's, he's more, more charismatic than Peter. He's so charismatic. Yeah. His smile is great. I was watching today because um, I found on YouTube that El- the Ellen DeGeneres YouTube channel actually has like a Bachelorette recap segment. Oh, cool. And Man, I haven't watched Ellen in years. Yeah, me neither. But this like popped up on my feed because I think I've been watching those weird like meme <laughs> recaps all the time. Hell yeah. I love those. And um, they were talking about, because there was, like, a clip coming up that we saw in, like, the last week's episode where somebody, like, shows up with a ring. Right. And they were talking about how they think it's going to be Mike, and then she's going to turn him down, and then that's how he becomes the next Bachelor. Oh, I I think that is too bold of a move for Mike. I also think that, like, I don't see that really fitting with him. I see yeah. that as kind of like a bonehead move that, like, Luke P would make in, uh-huh. like, a last-ditch attempt uh-huh. to stay relevant. Because <laughs> he's already talking about her, like, they're definitely getting married, right? Yeah. yeah. So, at, at this point, I think if anyone's going to do it, it's Luke. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, like, yeah, it's a good theory. I'm into it. Sorry, the dogs were, like, starting to fight. <laughs> I, can, I can hear the dogs, like, nails tippy-tapping on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow they think that uh, this time is a good time to, like, cause some shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Emma's recording. Time to be a little loud assholes. Yeah. Um, no, I'm kidding. I love your dogs. They're great. It's cool. Um, Call so... it like you see it. <laughs> They're, yeah, you can be a great asshole. Um, uh, speaking of great assholes, this yeah. is a perfect segue. Have you been on the social medias lately? Yeah. Did you hear about Jed? Yeah. And his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So I think that we absolutely have to address this because it makes, like, the context of watching this episode... And every other subsequent episode, just so funny. I know. I so know. our good musician boy, Jed. Jed, I came on the show to kickstart my career, jumpstart my career, whatever. Uh, Jed. Um, had a girlfriend when he came onto the show. <laughs> uh, they, I guess, what was it? They were together for four months before filming started. And then I guess that they were under the impression that they were going to, you know, stay together or get back together after filming was done and it was all going to be fine and dandy. 
because Jed was like, yep, I'm just going on to get some exposure and whatever. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. And then filming ends. Jed comes home and totally ghosts on the girlfriend, never contacts her. (laughs) So what happened? Now it's like, right? I don't know either because on the one hand, he is a liar because he came on the show and he had a girlfriend. And then on the other hand, maybe his feelings for Hannah did end up being kind of genuine and that's why he ghosted on the other girl. Yeah, I kind of feel like this revelation has definitely like skewed how I view him on the show now. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I was rooting pretty hard for him in, like, the previous weeks. I thought that they had a great thing going on, he and Hannah, and now I'm just like, you dirty boy. I know. You dirty, dirty boy. I know. And now every time I see him sing a song or something on the show, I'm just like, are you sure that you're still not there to just promote yourself? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It was especially funny for this episode because it, like, ramped up so much we have like at least three clips of him playing music and then over the credits he played another song Uh uh-huh well he was doing some really like bad just like improving a song still just like hammering on the piano i was like this is not uh displaying your talents jed (laughs) yeah you're a better guitar player he's done better he's done better but Yeah. yeah I am now questioning his every move. Oh, big time. And I think now that, like, because he was my front runner for a while. Yeah. And yeah. now I think it's Garrett. I think so, too. I'm yeah. on Team Garrett. Yeah. I, mean, I still really like Mike. But I like I, Mike, Garrett's too. Garrett's just had some good moments these last couple episodes. Yeah. I like Mike, too, but I feel like he and Hannah just don't, like, click as well as she does with the other guys. Yeah. And also, I am kind of rooting for Mike to be the next Bachelor, so. I know. I would totally watch that season. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I would watch if Peter was the Bachelor, because, like, yeah, Peter's fine. Peter's good, but I don't don't think I could watch a whole season of him. Yeah. But Mike, I would watch a whole season of him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know what to make of Jed. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, ghosting on a girl is, like, never the right thing to do. Ghosting on anyone is, like, unless you have, like, genuine fears. Yeah. um, Of what is going to happen. But I don't know. Is it because, like, he gets so far and there's risk of him talking about what happens is he going to win? Like, is he going to be engaged to Hannah? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. And now I'm wondering, like, what Hannah thinks of all of this, because obviously the filming is over. Like, we're not going to see Yeah, she revelation. never found out about this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we saw how she reacted to... Oh, what was his name? Scott? Yeah. The guy in the first episode that had a girlfriend? Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Imagine if she found out about Jed's girl. We would have 
never gotten all of these great Jed moments. No. <laughs> but maybe it's time for him to go. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who's e- who is even left? There's seven. We're down to seven. So we should be able to name all of these guys. We got Luke. We got Mike. We got Garrett. We got Jed. We got Peter. We got Tyler. And we got Connor. Oh, right. Connor. Wow. Smashed it. You did. You crushed it. Thank you. I'm <laughs> really proud of myself. We've come a long way from like our first bachelorette break where we didn't know anybody's names. Oh, yeah. No. And I was just like, ooh, all of these guys look exactly the same. And yep. now I know all of them. Yep. Still don't feel like I know much about Connor, but. No, he hasn't gotten a lot of time. Yeah. I feel like he might leave soon. Either that or he's going to get a one-on-one date next episode. And crush it. Yeah. Well, in the clips, uh, they're in Amsterdam next time. Yeah. Pretty sure I saw that Mike is on a one-on-one. Oh. And who else? I thought it was Jed. Maybe Jed. Huh. I don't know. Huh. Actually, there were clips of, like, a lot of them. Yeah. Maybe it's mashing together a few episodes. I don't know. I don't know. You just can't it's trust all the blurs. Yeah. Uh, how many episodes do we have left? Oh, God, I don't know. This is only like episode seven, and it feels like we've been doing this for a year. Yeah, but now I just need to know who wins. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just need to know that Luke P doesn't win. I, yes, I need to know that Luke doesn't win, and I'm betting that Jed doesn't win. Yeah. Although it would be really funny if he does. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, can't I still think that he's going to make it to the end with um Peter and Garrett. Yeah. What about Tyler? No, Tyler's, like, out of the picture. He's too bro Yeah, I mean, like, obviously he and Hannah have a really good, like, connection, but she hasn't really been giving him a lot of, like, time, or at least they haven't been showing us that she's been giving him a lot of time, and but she still makes time for, like, Peter and Jed and Mike. Jed made his own time this episode. Yeah. Jed left in the middle of the night and showed up at her hotel room (laughs) to serenade her oh god but he was also able to like steal her away for like a second while they were out on their group date and stuff like that and that's true yeah yeah (sighs) b yeah i'm I'm over tyler c aggressive but not as aggressive as luke no god no no yeah i've been over tyler for a long time i know you have been yeah. That's okay. Now I'm on board. On board with not Tyler? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Off board. The uh, other thing that I was absolutely dying about in this episode is just how often everybody brings up the stay in your lane analogy. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so it, oh, it was so bad. Like, it started out fine i get like it started out very very funny yeah of luke doing the whole like 
I'm staying in my lane. I'm just looking over and I'm seeing what's yeah. happening in your lane and I don't like what I'm seeing. So I want to talk about it. Yeah. And we're like, that's not what staying in your lane means. Yeah. And everybody is riffing off of this analogy so much. And then Luke in the middle of it is just like, yeah, don't text and drive. And I'm like, this has <laughs> nothing to do with anything. He's such an idiot. He's so stupid. I just want to just rip off his weird eyebrows. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I want to meet that dude in real life and just be like, you suck. Yeah. I just... Everybody I've met in my whole life, everybody loves me. I like, just can't no, dude. fathom, like, what planet he's living on. He never takes the blame for anything, except in situations where it, like, benefits him, but then it never seems genuine. He and literally, like, uses the language of an abuser yes. and a manipulator, and it's so scary. Yeah, it's really scary. <sighs> yeah, the conversation that Hannah had with him. Yeah. When he was literally like, I don't think you're remembering what I was saying. Like, I know. That's, Just, like, gaslighting that's what, her hardcore. That's what abusers do, yeah. Yeah, that oh. wasn't cool. I think he might be he needs help. genuinely, yeah, he has issues that go beyond what Hannah can fix for him. Yeah. And girl is just like so confused. <clears throat> uh, so confused, but also like, why? Why is he still on the show? I well, feel like it has to be the producers. Did you see? Like, like Chris Harrison asked her that. I'm either falling in love with him or he's making me crazy. <laughs> Girl, I think I have your answer. It's definitely the second one. <sighs> but I this hate is this not show. the Luke P show. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I think it's that it's not that I don't like The Bachelorette. I think I do really like The Bachelorette. What I hate is the Luke P show. Yeah. I hate or I don't like what The Bachelorette has turned me into, which is just obsessively worrying about Luke P all the time. Yeah. I don't need this in my life. No. I don't need this kind of drama. No. Ugh. This is exhausting. It is. And I'm going to be really happy when it's over. And we can know who wins, and we can know that it's not going to be Luke P. Yeah. If and then we is, can find out who the next Bachelor is, and then we can make an informed decision of whether or not we're going to watch it. Exactly. And probably not talk about it on the show. Yes, please. <laughs> just do it for fun. We'll just talk about it beforehand. Yeah. We'll have our own Bachelor break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then not uh, record it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Or maybe we will, and then we'll just never, ever put it up well save it for a rainy day (laughs) okay are we ready to get back into our regularly scheduled programming so ready okay thank you for joining us for another bachelorette break do 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 i don't remember how the tune goes me neither (laughs) (laughs) okay men with brooms um uh, holy shit those cgi beavers though yeah but also they had real beavers 
Yes, they had real, so many real beavers. Yeah. That none were harmed in the filming of this movie. I uh, liked movie. that. Yeah. Yeah. A very Canadian image to open up this film, just like a shit ton of beavers going to town on some trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't like whatever weird shit they did with their faces. Um, yeah. I thought that that sucked. I thought that the opening in general was kind of clunky. Yeah. And kind of hard to get into. Um, but by the second half, it really picked up and I was like, yes, in it. Yeah. In it to win it. I think right about when they started their like training montage was when I started feeling invested. Yes. Yes. I wish that there was more of like a setup in the opening Mm -hmm. because the opening in general is like just kind of hard to parse uh you watch an old man die which is weird yeah and you are introduced to all of these characters that have this like crazy like deep history but we don't get any context until like way later so everybody's acting kind of weird and everybody's acting like things are kind of crazy right now and i'm like i don't have a frame of reference for how i'm supposed to feel yeah so that was kind of hard i wish that they had done like a flashback as cheesy as that is i wish that there had been like a flashback (laughs) to like the 10 years prior when they mess up the game and everybody like breaks off and leaves yeah i think that would have been like fitting though for the type of movie it is yeah Because it's definitely not serious, and it's making fun of itself a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's making fun of itself for being serious. Yeah. Uh, God, there's, like, not much that I find funnier than people (laughs) being extremely serious about things that, like, don't really matter. (laughs) So everybody being so, like, dramatic and intense about curling, <laughs> like not even major league curling. <laughs> like these are, so this is a very, very small town competing in like a pretty, sm- well, I guess it's actually kind of a big um, competition. Is I don't it? know. I don't it really was, know. It was like weird because um, like it, there was cities from like all around the country playing in this bond spiel. Yeah. But um, they were all, like, pretty small cities. It seemed like maybe it was one of those things where it was like, here are all these good teams. Yeah. And then somebody threw a dart at a map, and that's the town that gets to host it. And then, by extension, the local team gets to participate. But it was like, I don't know, just... It was also weird because... Like, when all of those teams come together (laughs) in real life, like, they would hypothetically be representing their province, not, like, two teams from British Columbia and a couple teams from Ontario and a team from Saskatchewan or whatever. Yeah, I guess that's true. We didn't get enough context as to, like, what the Golden Broom bond spiel is. Yeah. And I don't think it really matters. (laughs) But it ultimately doesn't. But like now I'm curious. Yeah. Just to be like, why? Why this team? Why these guys? Why is this such a big deal? Yeah, because I mean, like my mom 
Bonspiel a lot, like I said, and she never traveled that far for a Bonspiel, you know? Like, yeah. It would be, like, within BC. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And they had, like... <laughs> They had like a Kamloops team, yeah, competing in Ontario. And I'm yeah, like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. That was like, it doesn't matter. But I also want it to be right. You know? Yeah, <laughs> just get it right, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, it was just like, yeah, I just love it when it's like training montages and yes. all of these like. Oh, yeah, we got to win. Got to win the big curling match. And everybody's like talking real fast. And everyone's like, oh, super focused. And it's like, it's curling. Yeah. (laughs) It's just very funny to me. Yeah. It was like interesting, though, like that we can kind of get a sense for how small the town is because the town is like so invested in this tournament. Like they're all betting on um their own team to win and even like at the end when the skip wants to come clean about like the burnt rock mm-hmm. um that somebody touched the official yeah for people he- for people that don't know <laughs> if you burn a rock so yeah somebody like touches a rock down the ice and then you got your sweepers and they're sweeping and then you can't touch the rock otherwise it's considered burned and it's like you can't count it yeah um and the whole backstory is that in a match like 10 years ago, uh, they burned a rock, but the only person who saw was uh, their skip, uh, this guy, Chris Cutter. And but their he coach, didn't call us. And Oh, yeah, and their coach. Um, but it wasn't up to the coach to call it, I guess. No. It was up to uh, the skip to call it. Yeah. And he let it slide, so yeah. they are cheaters. And, and then he I did guess it the again. guilt of that, and then, and then they did it again because once a cheater, always a cheater. Um, <laughs> and then I guess his big moment, well, one of his big moments is that during the last game when they're fighting these dudes in like really shiny suits, yeah, is uh, they burn a rock and nobody sees except for Chris. And he is like, yep, burn that rock. It was an amazing shot that I'll never be able to make again in a million years. And it didn't count. Yeah. And now we're probably going to lose. And then he throws a rock again and uh, explodes the rock that explodes both of the rocks, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the one that their dead coach's ashes are in. So his ashes fall on the button and it's like very stupid and funny and cute. And it's like, oh, wow, we did it. Yeah. Yeah. I like this movie. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah, I think I really liked it. It just took a while for it to like get going. But once it got going and I knew all of the characters, then I was like totally invested. Yeah, it was like really... Uh, like weirdly comfortable like it was so canadian that it's just like i don't know just nice it's homey yeah yeah um i mean i don't know i feel like it's too early to like start talking about it this way but like was it great no but it was funny no it's not a great movie it's like it's a it's a good movie it's not the best thing i've ever seen but i enjoyed it yeah darn tootin 
Darn tootin'. I don't, I don't love that it gets billed as, like, a romantic comedy. Yeah. Because, like, sure, it is, but it's so much more than that. Like, the story isn't about Chris and Amy. It's about the whole team and everybody. Like, this is really an ensemble, and they all have... They all have their stories that, like, get resolved in, like, a meaningful way. Yeah. Even though one of them, one of those stories is just that, like, uh, the guy doesn't have to pay off his debt to his drug dealer or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, not even his drug, no, because he's the drug dealer, his supplier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pardon me. (laughs) I spoke there. Wow. Did you even watch this movie? I did. I just wasn't <laughs> taking detailed notes. Pardon me. That's okay. Um, but you still get invested in that story, and it's still satisfying to, like, reach the end of it. Yeah. And be like, yeah, your debt is paid because you're so good at curling. <laughs> just hilarious. <laughs> I loved that. that um, cute. Yeah, like, in comparison, like, Dodgeball that I likened it to earlier, that one's mm-hmm. billed as, like, a sports comedy but there's still, like, a romantic story that happens there. There's still, like, personal goals achieved outside of the sport. Yeah. This is a sports comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though a lot of people probably wouldn't consider curling to be, like, a real sport. But it's it in is. the Olympics, guys. It is. It's in the Olympics. And it's so intense in the Olympics. I love watching Olympic-level curling. Yeah. I just remember, I really remember the year when, uh, I think it was Norway, had those really yeah. crazy pants. Yeah. Was that the 2010? I think so. I think it was the 2010 Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Those are yeah. good pants. They always have really good outfits. I know. I remember I, like, specifically, like, was looking up the company that made the pants. Oh, really? Because I'm, like, I'm like, where did they get these super good pants? And then it turns out that that company got like a huge boon in sales because everybody was like, I want these pants. Yeah. Norway. <laughs> now, next year, or next Olympics, I want Norway to wear those shiny suits. Yeah. Well, no, Canada should. No, I want Norway to do it. But Canada should. <laughs> I kind of hated those shiny pants. But again, it just like, it was another like weird joke that's like blasting people that take things too seriously yeah yeah (laughs) definitely coming out onto the ice like john cena yeah (laughs) yeah it really was or what's that uh what's that one dude i only know him from the wwe like video games because he's got a really dramatic intro Ah, uh, what's that guy's name? Shinsuke Nakamura. Ah. He has a very dramatic entrance uh, that is um, just really fun. <laughs> Again, I only know it from the video game because I don't watch as much wrestling as I should. No, me neither. But WWE is on our list of things to tackle at one point, so. Uh, to body slam? To body slam, yes, pardon me, to... Uh, uh, God, Danica, name any wrestling move, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, to uh, elbow drop. Yeah, that's one. God, I'm normally so good at this. 
I know so many wrestling moves in my everyday life. Like, I can't <laughs> think of one now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to do that at some point. And yeah, dude, that's a very good example of things that are like not serious, but are taken very seriously yeah. and very dramatically. Yeah. <laughs> and it becomes serious in kind of a funny way. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, do you have any last thoughts about men with brooms? I did. What was it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you know that there was a TV show? Oh, my God. I, I forgot to write it in my list. Yeah, I just found that out. Yeah, I had no idea. I was reading some, like, reviews of it. Yeah. And a lot of people really liked it. It never got renewed for a second season. So there's only, like... 12-ish episodes. On IMTB, it only has 2.8 out of 10 stars. Oh, well, one of the reviews I read, the person really liked it, so. <laughs> Good for them. They're the one that gave it enough so it could get 2.8 stars. Yeah, like, I don't think it's, like, a Schitt's Creek or... A Kim's Convenience or anything, but oh I think God, it's Schitt's like... Oh my Creek is so good. Schitt's Creek is really good. Kim's, Kim's Convenience is really good. Um, is Kim's Convenience still on Netflix? I hope so. I never finished watching that. I, I like hope that so. It's good. Um, but now I'm very curious because it seems like... It's not 100% based on this movie, but it's got a similar idea. It's Isn't like, it like The Next Generation or something like that? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of next generation, small town, a uh, bunch of guys come together and make a curling team. Good for them. And they use the weird brooms for some reason. I don't understand the significance. I think it's just like old school. Yeah, doing it old school. Because like the guys in the shiny suits, they, um, I was actually, I got a kick out of this. Because I remember in, like, the early 2000s, there was, like, this new broom, and I'm using, like, air quotes here, that came on the market (laughs) called The Edge. Ooh, The Edge. And you can see the skip of the shiny suit team actually using it, and it looks like a weird triangle. And so you can't, like, sweep with it because there's no, like, bristles or anything like that. But I don't know if it's supposed to, like, provide you with greater stability it has like glider spots on the bottom so you can like glide out of the hack i don't know my mom had one. Oh, and no, look this up yeah and uh i just i just remember that being like such a hot thing in like 2000 in the curling community i don't know what to search for because i only got a bunch of like knitting stuff um what edge glider okay no yeah. i found it okay Oh, Kelowna Curling Club. Uh, I, there's no pictures. <laughs> what if you go to images? It's just, it just, no, man, I don't know what I'm looking at here. Uh, oh, okay. Was I, it the thing that he uses to, like, stay upright? Yes. Oh. Hold on, I found it. Yeah, I don't know, it just looks Ed like. glider, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. It's just, um. Edge curling glider. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, it's got a little, like, broomy thing on the back of it. No, that but... one's new. 
Oh, pardon me. Oh, sorry. That's the Z glider. Yeah. Ooh, that's an even newer one. This one okay. looks more like a side profile of like an iron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw a bunch of these when I went curling for the first time. Yeah. Um, and I used one a couple times because I fell down a lot. Yes. Yeah. They are. I think they're good for old people. So why was yeah. this like super professional using one? Because it just like looks cool. I think that was the point. Like he was. That looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Like he was trying to be trendy. Why was he wearing a shiny friggin' shiny suit? <laughs> yeah. You make a really good point. Yeah. Oh, a glider chair showed up. Under image results. Ooh. So many types of gliders. <laughs> um, yeah, man. The uh, the bond spiel that I took part of was not a bond spiel. It was a fun spiel. Ooh. And it was for the university. And I... Why was I there? I was part of some team. I was representing some group uh, from the university. And it was like... A bunch of the departments were there as different teams, and we just all, like, went curling and competed against each other. And then there were, like, some local uh, teams as well to fill us out. And it was very fun. It was not about skill. And in the majority of a lot of the matches, like, they wouldn't score us based on how close we got to the button. They would score us based on other things we would find out after so it's like just curl have a good time and then we're gonna pull something out of a hat and that's gonna tell us how we're gonna score the game so for example one of them was like every time you fell down you score a point (laughs) pretty sure we won that one (laughs) and there was another one where they just like you didn't even have to like uh throw to the end of the sheet they put a stuffed bear in the middle of the ice, mm-hmm. and it was whoever was closest to the bear by the time everyone threw the rocks. Oh, nice. That sounds like yeah. so much fun. Yeah. That one was, like, really hard because it was super easy to overshoot it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. That was, that was my intro to curling, and it was, like, very, very fun. And I was like, I get it. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. It's a good sport. And it's, like, if you like, if you like precision, if you like... Things like, I don't know, like pool, where it's all like geometry and yeah. you can really plan out things, and or like chess when you have to like think multiple steps ahead. Yeah. Then I think you'd really like curling. Yeah. It's a head game. It's a mind game. It is. And then you also have to be really skilled at it at the same time. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> I think it's really cool. Yeah. Final thoughts? None. Let's get into our rubric. I'm ready. Okay. Fun factor. Um, Started out low, got really good by the end. So I'm going to say six and a half. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it five curling rocks out of eight. Oh, okay. Not bad. Because <laughs> there are only eight curling rocks. Because there's only eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Per yeah, yeah. side. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> per side. For all of our non-curling <laughs> listeners out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was like, it was fun, but it was 
you know, it had its slow moments. And mm-hmm. yeah, I was easily distracted by other things, but it did have some good jokes. And I enjoyed Leslie Nielsen immensely. So, yeah, he's great. He's awesome. Can't be mad at that. Uh, rip. <laughs> like 10 years ago. I know. <laughs> My favorite was when, um, like, somebody announced his death on Twitter or whatever. They posted a picture of Steve Martin. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Steve Martin was like, what? <laughs> I'm dead. It's a very Steve Martin response. Yeah. Um, um, was it worth it? Yeah, I thought so. I think so too. Like I had I had a fun time. And I don't think I gave this movie like I was probably just too young. I was going to say I don't think I gave it like a proper chance the first time around. Yeah. But I think I was just too young the first time I watched it. I agree. Yeah. Same. And then also like watching it on TV, it was probably like you know, some of the jokes or whatever might have been cut and all that stuff and yeah, I got to squeeze in those commercials. Yeah. Got to make it fit the, like, two-hour time slot or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So would you do it again? I think I would, actually. Yeah. You know, if it was, like, on, I definitely wouldn't, like, turn it off. Mm-hmm. I am not sure when I would actually want to sit down and watch it again, but... I would. I mean, I would. maybe I'll ask Keegan if he wants to watch it, because he wasn't with me when I was watching it this time. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if he likes this movie. Maybe he does. Maybe he's never seen it. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And I think it's also worth, like, because it does have that, like, really subtle humor where it's, like, you could miss the jokes very easily. Yeah, it is worth a rewatch for sure. Yeah, I want to make sure that I didn't miss anything. <laughs> like, whoever real... plays uh, Amy's kid... Oh my great. god, that was so funny. He had one of the best lines in the whole movie. Yeah. Because, like, Amy gets drunk. She's in AA, so that's not great. Chris brings her home. And he says to the kid, like, oh, don't worry. Like, she's just tired. And the kid, who's, like, eight, is like, look, it's really nice that you're uh, lying to me, but you, uh, uh, but I get it. She's shit-faced. Yeah. <laughs> And he was like, yeah, are you going to take care of her? And he's like, I got you. She's the only mom I got. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love this kid. Very he got cute. no more lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everybody in this movie gave like a very good performance. Yeah. It was, it was good. Good cast. Yeah. Really good cast. Yeah. Love it. Just uh, some issues with the uh, story at the beginning. Yes. More beavers. <laughs> and we need more beavers and less uh, s- special effects done on the beavers. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking ugly. Yeah. And less beaver. No, more beavers. More tragically hip. Yeah. More curling. I don't know. <laughs> Get us out of here. So now's the time for you, dear listener. Have you ever gone curling? What did you think about it? Also, have you seen this movie? <laughs> Let us know. We're on Do you Twitter. think Canadians are really weird? <laughs> yeah. We're on Twitter at ImpressionsPod. And you can also hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Second Impressions Podcast. 
And you can always email us if you have suggestions for future episodes at psychedepressionspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us on this special Canadian episode. And thank you to Keegan for our artwork. And thank you to Travis for the music. And thanks to all of you for listening. My name's Danica. My name's Emma. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a follow on Spotify and whatever Danica was going to (laughs) say. They said go eat a maple leaf. (laughs) 